This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, curiosity. Well, that's exhausting. Plus, Biz and Teresa are live from Los Angeles at the Bootleg Theater with special guest Kay Cannon. Woo! The ultimate woo. I love the live so woo. So good, the live woo. Yeah. <laughs> woo. Feels really good. Teresa. Yeah. How are you? Oh, um. <laughs> fine, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm okay. Um, so just. In case anyone is here who doesn't listen to the show, um, <laughs> I'll just say, you know, I have a, a six-year-old Grace, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old Oscar, and I have a little baby Curtis. Oscar has been kind of driving me bananas for, like, the last, like, year, <laughs> probably. Um, you know, he's just challenging. He's three. It's just everything is hard. Everything is really hard. Um, but recently, you know, we're getting close to four. He's going to be four in October. Just even like the last few days, I felt like we were like getting to a better place somehow. Yeah. Um, and it's such a good feeling. I feel like I can actually like talk to him and have like a, a reasonable conversation with him, which is really cool. That's so nice. Um, and last night I was talking to him about today and I was uh-huh. saying, you know, you're going to be hanging out with daddy um, while mommy goes to do the show. And he said, I don't like daddy. <laughs> <laughs> be with you which I knew he was gonna say and I said well I'm you know I'm sorry to hear that but daddy loves you very much and he takes really good care of you and you guys are gonna have the show (laughs) I'll stay don't worry yeah and he just like persisted like I really don't like daddy so finally I'm just like (laughs) well so what what's wrong with daddy why don't you like daddy and he says I don't like people with beards (laughs) (laughs) for those of you don't know Jesse her her partner has the largest of beards yeah, right it's now. Like a really it is, big beard. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, okay. Me either. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, I understand. Do you feel like if daddy just shaved off his beard, then you would like daddy? And he said, yeah. <laughs> Jesse, shave your fucking beard I know. right now. You Seriously, need to lie. Like, I really, I feel like it's not true, obviously. Well, like, sure, it can't yeah. be true. But, like, I just want to do it to be like, see, you lied. Like, <laughs> well, so what I also like about this is I was just saying this to, uh, to someone the other day. I went, Ellis, my, I have a, uh, my daughter, Katie Bell, is eight. She just turned eight. And I have Ellis, who is also three and a half. And uh, I remember being with Katie Bell at the grocery store when she was three and a half. And I remember watching this mom and her slightly older child just very easily go through checking out groceries. They were just having the loveliest time. They, yeah. they, she put the groceries on the thing. Yeah. The daughter just sat there lovely yeah. and, or stood there lovely. And then they, they were, and I said, I've seen that. Wow, that's, well, how did that yeah. happen? Like, I mean, I literally just said to the stranger, how did that happen? I don't understand. And she goes, oh, well, when she turns four, when they turn four, it totally changes. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh! Oh, what did yeah. And then that did not happen. Yeah. Katie Bell, eight years old, going to the store the other day. Look, this is gum. This gum is good for you. Can I have this gum? Can I have this? What about this? How about this? Can I have this? Look at this. It's kind of healthy. There's nuts in it. Can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have... No. No. So, but maybe with Oscar at four, 
Everything's going to be better. I know. Jesse's going to shave his beard. Yeah. Oscar's going to be four. Everything's going to be perfect. Can we just manifest everything that if Jesse will just shave his fucking beard, everything will be (laughs) fine. How are you, Biz? Well, I'm not well. Not at all. Uh, not, 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 I was doing well. I've been like at a really... It seems like whenever we do live shows, I'm going through something. Or it could just be that I'm parenting all the time and it doesn't stop. Um, so my uh, Katie Bell uh, has, needs to take some medicine. I'm not going to get into it today. We're not going to digress that far into why. But she has been instructed by medical professionals that she needs to take... Her fucking medicine, okay? And it's antibiotics, and so, and they had to like make it. It's a special compound, so it tastes awful. It, I have there's a metallic taste, even though they made it red and it smells like cherries. It doesn't taste like that. And uh, she's got to take it for 10 days, and she has to take it every eight hours, okay? Which is, it, we just, that does not work with our schedule. She's in school. She Nobody's schedule. No one schedules works eight hours, every right? Eight like, hours, like, like around the clock. Wake up. Yeah. Eight-year-old, yeah, because an eight-year-old, yeah. Is, yeah. So, uh, but she cannot take it less than six hours. We have this like weird two-hour window, and not only have I had to deal with like like the random like, well, why don't you just do breakfast and then after school and then before bed? I'm like, that is not our schedule. Thanks for the suggestion, but that's not happening, right? Like, and then she doesn't want to take it. That's this is where we're going. She doesn't want to take it, and I don't blame her because it's fucking disgusting. But she has to take it, and it has turned into literally awfulness is in our house. Like an hour, an hour in the morning before we can get this medicine in, down her. And, and that's what it becomes. It becomes like a whole series of like, okay, we're going to take it. It's going to be great. We got like a little applesauce. We got a little like whatever you want afterwards. Like the easy bribes start, right? And then she's like, no. But now like, she's like, no. She just flat out, I don't want any of that stuff. I'm like, okay, well, you, you have to take it. There's no, you can't not not take it. You actually have to. And she's like, I know. Like, she's very rational about the whole thing. But then she works herself up into such an anxious state yeah. that she's been crying. And then that's really stressful. And then, like, we have gone through all the different techniques. And then it becomes, well, you have to take it. And if your father has to hold you and I squirt it in your mouth, then we're going to have to do that. And that, here's a tip that does not help <laughs> at all. Uh, just the threat of that has yeah. not helped in the anxiety has gotten like even higher and then to make it worse there have been two or three occasions where she's just done it so i think i think great now we've done it like like yeah. last night like so yesterday yesterday there was a okay. whole hour yeah. in the morning 6 30 she has to take it by 6 30 7 30 we're still trying to get it down her so then she has to take it at school so the nurse calls she didn't take it i'm like thanks uh so then i have to go to the school to get it down her within the time window and then that night, she totally takes it. And so I go to sleep thinking, this is great. We've got eight more days. This is in the bag. <laughs> this morning, she vomits twice. Like uh-huh. full on. The first time, I think she just like psyched herself up. And then the she next- vomited before the yeah, medicine? She, no, no, or no, no. After she's the like, she, just, she does this thing where she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, you don't. I'm sorry. I know you don't. And even if you do, this will take five seconds. Just take it. Wait, like, wait, Fizz. She's hiding in the bathroom. She is hiding in the bathroom. Yeah. She's figured it out. She is. She like, she'll like that. Yeah. The first she like two grabs days. your phone. Yeah, she She's grabs like... my phone, a glass of wine. Yeah. And she goes and she hides in the bathroom. Uh, and so like today it was, I need to rest. And like Stephanie, like, we want you to rest. But all you have to do is take this medicine. 
and, and then like, it, and then she took it, and then she, the first time she took it, she just spit it directly on the carpet. We only have the one carpet. Uh, everything else is hardwood, so she just nailed it. Uh, and then we're like, I, I appreciate that, but Katie Bell, like, there's nothing you can say or do. This is like the opposite of my normal, there's nothing you can say or do that makes me stop loving you. But now that sentence has become, there's nothing you can say or do that will keep you from having to take this medicine. Yeah. You will have to take it. So another 30 minutes later, she takes it and she just pukes everywhere. And then I have to, we have to go. We've got, we now have also lost half the medicine. So Stefan's got to go buy new, get new medicine from the pharmacist. And then he's got to go do all his stuff because he leaves today an hour after the show's over for 15 days. And so we're like wait, in the, wait, did you guys yeah, I just like to like sneak that last one in real quick. So then I've got to go do all the shopping for the week. So I text Teresa. I'm like, I'm just at the Trader Joe's parking lot crying. It's, you know, this I'm is just, how we get psyched up for shows. This is how we get psyched up for shows, guys. Basically the point is, it's kind of been the worst. Speaking of kind of being the worst, <laughs> today we are going to talk about curiosity fatigue. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Questions. We get a lot of questions. And, and, and I think that is known as curiosity. And I feel like there are two sort of prevailing schools of thought on curiosity. Uh, the first one is obviously, it's so good. It is good. It is good. Yeah. It is good. Children asking questions is the best. It's how they learn. It's how they learn. Yeah. Uh, critical thinking, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they can also learn things like some questions cannot be answered and that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, they learn maybe patience. Mm -hmm. They learn to explore the world around them and it makes them successful adults. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's another school of thought that suggests that curiosity may be known for killing cats, I think is how it yeah. goes. And I'm beginning to wonder if a cat in question, if the cat in question is a parent who has been asked so many questions uh, that they have lost their will to live. Yeah. That, that, I'm beginning to wonder if that is the curiosity. That's so, what it means. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what it means. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that that's was what like what that guy yeah. a long time ago yeah. uh, to market, to market, to get at that big curiosity <laughs> killed a parent. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Uh, so just to kind of get a taste before we really get into it, because what I want us to kind of talk about today is like the fatigue that comes from questions from our children. You know, is it good? Is it bad? Yeah, that kind of thing. I thought it might be fun to do a little role play. We haven't role played in a while, Teresa, especially publicly. <laughs> so uh, what I thought you could do is you could be Ellis. Yeah. And you're going to ask me, legitimately, these are the questions that my son asks me, and, and all of that. I actually shortened it down for, for the sake of the show. So, okay, I, let's just say we're driving. Let's okay. say I'm driving, and he's all in right. the car. And you are Ellis, and go. What's in your body? Oh, uh, bones. Bones, are, bones and, and blood. Bones and blood are in your body. What else? Brains, 
are in your body and like your heart and liver and what else there's veins, uh, veins are in your body, uh, joints are in your body, muscles are in your body. What else? Uh, uh, spleens are in your body, livers are in your body, uh, your brain is in your, eyeballs are in your body, eardrums are in your body. What's inside bones? Cartilage is inside bones. But what else? Um, uh, marrow, a marrow, I think, is inside bones. Are babies in your body? Yeah, uh, babies uh, do co uh, come from inside a, a body. Yes, a woman's body is where uh, babies come from. But how does the baby come out? Uh, so it will come out, uh, in most cases, uh, it comes out of vaginas. Uh, in other cases, uh, you might have to remove the baby by opening uh, up uh, the woman and taking the baby out. <laughs> and this is where yeah. I run out of like, yeah. the question is, I don't know. I don't yeah. know anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I literally, this will then be followed with space questions about space and comets. And this is all we've talked about. And you get, I get fatigued. Like I start out being like, I am great at answering questions. And then like, 10 minutes in, I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't have an answer for you. I'm really sorry. This is very difficult. Why do, why do you want to know? Can we just stop asking questions? Do you want television? Can I give you television now? Is that okay? Uh, so, you know, questions. Are they good or bad? And that is what we are going to really, really get into today. Uh, and to do so, we are going to have the lovely Kay Cannon come and joining us for this discussion. So Kay Cannon is an actor, screenwriter, and producer. And like many writers, she began her career in improv. She was in grad school studying to become a teacher when she discovered Second City. And, oh, no, she has a very long neck. Uh, and she also is known for uh, being this, her screenplays for Pitch Perfect, as well as writing for 30 Rock, New Girl, and most recently created the Netflix hit series Girl Boss. And on top of all of that, and being incredibly funny, she is a mother of one. Welcome, Kay, and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me, fellow mothers. So we are going to talk about questions, but we have a question for you. Before we get into questions, you yeah. are going to be questioned, and that is the question that we ask all our guests, which is, who lives in your house? Yeah, okay, so my husband, Eben, it's Eben with a B, not Evan. Uh, That's took probably me, took fun. took me a while to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, lives there. My daughter, Evelyn, who we call Lenny, she'll be four in October. And then once in a while, Eben's parents stay with us when we've got like a lot of work that we have to do. Uh, meaning like when I have to like go travel for right, right. So, and so they stay so that my daughter feels loved and comforted. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, mommy. Yeah, yeah. That level will definitely have questions about that. But uh, any pets? Are you guys a pet house? No, it's, oh. it is. Uh, we are allergic to dogs. <laughs> uh, we're gonna see how long that lasts. <laughs> Uh, but Lenny doesn't really, she's not really into wanting a pet, uh, really. She's no, she's yeah. like not into that mm -hmm. yet. We haven't started those lines yeah. of questions. Yeah, yeah. That, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's talk about 
what we thought about questions pre-kids. And I just want to, like, this, the story I would like to share is, I remember before having kids, Stefan and I had gone to a water park, because that's fun, and we're there, and I think I've shared this story on the show before, but we're there, and I watched this, like, it's a mom and dad and two sort of young kids, and they, they don't look rested, and they've clearly just gotten to the park. And at the time, I just thought, what a haggard-looking group of people. <laughs> uh, and they're, like, shoving stuff in the lock. And I hear the youngest like look up at his mother and say, Mama, why is the sun in the sky? And his mother looks down and says, Why would you even ask me a question like that right now? And I, <laughs> I was just like, I will never, ever, ever be like that. And I will let my children ask me all the questions. And questions are great. And that is what I thought before having children. Um, okay, what did you have any pre? Uh, my pre, uh, my, my thoughts on this were I, I, I was, uh, they're the same, meaning that <laughs> I have always been afraid of the questions that are going to come out of her mouth. Uh, before I knew I was going to have children, it would be, I, I knew that I would answer honestly mm -hmm. to whatever, and also be like, let's look it up. Uh, oh, yeah? That kind of thing. However, <laughs> I'm, I grew up kind of a dirtbag and um, uh, like from a really small town and I'm, I'm like kind of emotionally smart and kind of book smart, but I'm not like smart. And, um, and my husband it, like went to Harvard and like he's really, really, really smart. And so my biggest fear is that like when we're reading a book and she's like, what is the uh, baby name for a horse? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, that I, Small horse. <laughs> that I don't like. That I don't know. Right. I don't know the things I should know. Right. Is the, is the fear that I have of like you know how many bones are in the body? I think two hundred and six. You know. Yeah. I, but I, I don't know if, the, if there's just things that I should know, and that was like the biggest thing that I was afraid yeah. of. Yeah. Like any kind of like emotional question or like about love right. or how to be to another human being. I, I, I got, got that, it. you know? Yeah. So like maybe there's 30 states. I'm yeah. not sure. Like I just don't want, yeah. It's yeah. Like, I'm like, 50 uh, or 51. I don't, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Teresa, what about you? Yeah, I think I definitely anticipated having a lot more patience for answering <laughs> questions. Um, but I think what, what's happened now that I didn't expect is that there are certain questions that my kids ask where I'm, I'm like, oh, I know this one, you know, like I'm really excited and I have like a message, like I really want to like, we're going to like really sit down and like get into this and like, I've been waiting for you to ask this and that, those are the ones that they don't care about at all. It was just right. a quick yeah. thing, mom, stop. Like I, yeah. I just answer yes or no or just tell me and no, I don't, yeah. I, don't need, I already oh. knew that or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then it's the ones that they like actually want to know the answer to that I'm just like, gee, I wonder, why don't you think, use your imagination and try to figure yeah. it out. You know what? <laughs> my daughter went through, uh, my daughter, when she was learning how to talk, she went through a, uh, you know, what's that one phase, right? Yeah. Like, well, what's that one? What's that one? And we would read this, uh, the book, the song Happy is in book form, and it's this really beautiful book that has, like, all these, you know, uh, uh, people from all over, kids from all over the world, and there's, like, a page where there's, like, 25 kids, right? Right. And she would be like, what's his name? Oh, yes. And, yes. and I would, I'd go, right. um, yes. Phil. What's his name? Yes. Carl. What's his name? Rick. Yeah. What's his name? Sherry. Or her name. Sherry. Whatever. And we'd go through the whole thing and then we'd start over and she would be like, I thought 
thought it was Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was Ellis. Ellis used like to be like, what's his name? And I'm like, oh. I like, Stefan and I would have to tag team in and out. At the end of the day, I'd be like, all right, it's Jeremy. Yeah. It's J- I've named them all J's yeah. to try and yeah. keep it together. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's all sides. It's like, like Stacey, Paul, Vince, Matt. Like, just my, my siblings' names. I was just like. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. John, Paul, Rigo. Yeah. Uh, and then I would be like, I can't think of any names that start with L. I'm like, it's Lenny. And uh, I don't know any other L's. I can't come up with names. Lionel, Lionel. excited about yourself. This is it. But that's, I want to point out, this is, you brought up the thing of like, eh, I'm not like, yeah, I'm a little book smart, but I'm not smart, smart. I feel like uh, I've gotten dumber uh, from (laughs) after having kids, like things that I knew that were like red, like I cannot name names. Like I don't, I've come up with Betty, Joan, and uh, Julia, and now I can't think of any other names that exist in the universe. And I do have panic days where I'm like, we're talking about stuff that's like in the news with Katie Bell, and I do have moments where I'm like, is it 50 states? Yeah. Like, it is, right? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure it's 50. And like, but I'm like, I should know that. And when did that horrible seems thing... Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot of states. Right? No wonder we're having problems. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a That's lot. That's a lot of territory. That's a lot of territory. And very far apart. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm terrible at directions. I mean, just awful. West is always left in my mind. And... Uh, <laughs> And, and my daughter is actually quite good at directions. Yeah. And she'll we'll, we'll leave the house and she'll go, like, you know, where is Lemonade or you yeah. know, whatever restaurant we're going to? And I'll be like, that way. And she goes, mm, I think it's this way. <laughs> Points in the opposite direction. And she would I was like, be correct. Left or right, Katie Bell? Which one is it? Lord Jesus, I don't know which one it is. Like, my little memories. Anyway, there's a thing. I'm from the South. Um, Lord is left, Jesus is right. Anyway, um, and none of that even makes sense. That doesn't even make sense. All right. Let's talk about types of questions Mm -hmm. because I think something else I didn't think about was all the variety of types of questions. And I actually, for me, I think the easiest, the easiest one though actually is the fact-based one because if you don't know it, you can go look it up. You know, like why do we need food? You know, for calories and energy and filling up. You can always kind of like vary how much information you want to give, right? But like how many bones are in the body? We can get to that answer. Right? right? And and I'm sure I'm teaching my children research. That's how I like to think of it. But then we get into like things that like everything else sort of seems to prove harder. Like there are challenging authority questions. We are getting into that why do I have to brush my teeth? Because uh, that's a good thing that helps but like uh, why do I have to go to bed at this time? Why do I? Why does Ellis get to do this and I don't get to do this and lots of times I agree like lots of times I don't know fuck it stay up I don't know I, I don't I am too tired it's it's great I don't know like do you have you is there like what's like one where you're like oh this is a type of question I wasn't 100% sure of like I, right now I'm just more like dealing with a six-year-old who wants me to ask her questions oh, she yeah. says she knows everything no so she knows everything that's I, yeah I'm not getting <laughs> maybe it has uh, a little something to do with the fact that I never answer their questions and <laughs> ask me questions. Because like, I seriously, I very, yeah. very often just say, I don't know, why don't you try to figure that out? What do you think? Well, there is something about like the like, they know everything. So like, they, I feel like there's a form of question that they ask and they're never going to be satisfied with your answer. That's like, that's like a type of question. Like, and, and there's two, right now we've gone through two versions of this. There's the Ellis three-year-old version where he just doesn't believe me, right? It's just like, you know, like let's say it's there's, there's you know, uh, what, are, what are the rocks that are in your body? Ellis, there are no rocks in your body. Yes, there are. 
There, there are, and they are, and like, we were not going to get past this. Yeah. He's going to, and then there's the Katie Bell older kid age. It's like, I already know that. And like, no, it doesn't. That's not true. I already know. And you're like, all right, great. Then go out into the world, assuming that babies come from the lining of garbage cans. Do you, like, like, do you fight that? Seriously? Because I've found myself questioning, like, there will be things that Grace is just like, no, that's not how it is. It's like this. And then, like, part of me, I'm just so tired. Yeah. I don't even want to talk to her about it at all. So I'm, I'll just <laughs> say, like, okay. Well, but, do you like, think, but then I feel really bad. I, yeah. I straight up tell my f- kid when she's wrong, like, and I don't yeah. care if she gets upset. I'll be like, "No, you're wrong. It's not. It's not Tuesday. It's Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. yeah you know, because she's like, yeah. she's like, today's the weekend. I'm like, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and you are you are wrong about that. And she's a she's a real rules person. Like during the day, she's such a rules person. Where I'm like, dude, chill out. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> just uh, smoke a little. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then at night, she's kind of like a party girl. Which like, like super fun but uh, but she but she really like she wants to know that she's she's in a phase where she's like am I right or am I wrong right. and it's very important to her that she be right which is like something we're working on um, so I'm trying to you know uh, like be, be you're wrong in this instance but that's okay like yeah, it's yeah. all about learning and you know, right like, oh like, yeah but then yeah. you have my child who's like no this is awful yeah. I can't believe how wrong I am <laughs> but there is like like there is a problem with like if you let them just, you know, I'm fucking tired, whatever, sure, babies, that's where they come from, sure, yeah. you're the fact person, you know everything, right, mama's got to go to bed, is there, like, a, the downs, I feel like there could be a downside to that, like, sending your kids off, like, into the world with, like, the wrong knowledge, or, because I do feel like there's sort of a casualness, I feel like somewhere there's, like, a list somewhere of, like, the things my 70s parents used to do, kids raised in the 70s, they were like, whatever you think is right is right, you know, like, babies come from the sky, and, like, a dollar is worth five, it's cool, right, yeah, I remember, because I have, like, this great fear that whatever I, you know, the misinformation or whatever that I tell my daughter that she goes to preschool and then she repeats it, and and she's a, she's a really big talker in this really great way, and I would, there was a time where I was tired, and I'm I'm oversharing, oh, well, whatever, this is a safe (laughs) space, Um, but I I was, you know, we were potting training and and uh, oftentimes you're in a public place and and so anyway I was on my period and <laughs> and so she's very curious and she was like she what basically was like what the fuck is that <laughs> and she like like looked like in the toilet and looked at me and then kind of did like a little look look see um, <laughs> And I was just like, I know she's going to go and like, t- so yeah. I, I didn't want to get into a tampon conversation. But so I just, I just said, oh, mommy has to wear a diaper like once a month. <laughs> and, and, uh, and she was like, oh, okay. And, and she, she took it and ran with yeah. it. She's like, you're putting on a diaper like, as loud as she can. Anybody can hear her. Um, and I kept this lie going for like several yeah. months. And then it just happened again. We just were on a trip to Maine again. (laughs) Now you know my cycle. It was last week. Um, uh, It's okay. We're all going to be on the same cycle before we leave today. Don't worry about it. Totally. And uh, and I just was like, why am I lying to her? Why am I saying? Because out loud in front of the whole, like in an airport bathroom, (laughs) she's like, oh, you're putting your diaper on. And I was like, it's a tampon. It's a tampon, Lenny. <laughs> it's the tiniest diaper in the world. It's a little mouse. That I put a little mouse. That's right. It chases it up there. That's right. 
Um, and then so she's laughing, and we're kind of having, you know, we're having fun yeah. with it. But it's just, I, it's just things where you know, like she's being three. It's like it's just not the time yet. It's not well, like right. five, six, seven, eight, where it's like where it's gonna really stay with. Yeah, her. even but then, it doesn't it stay that her. well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's still. Katie Bell's horribly surprised by the idea of puberty every time it yeah. comes up. But like, uh-huh. there is something about the like parenting decision of do I just let this slide? Or do I do the full on? I mean, like we're we're honest. We talk about that on the show. We're like very like we're going to be yeah. very practical about all the hard questions. But at the same time, you're right. There's like ages where like more information, less information works. But you were telling me about your yeah, my sister. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like they the kids forget even the stuff that we think of as being really taboo or like a really big deal. Like I'm know, sure like this, this will remember this forever. Yeah, <laughs> right. And they, I think they forget it. Like um, I was telling Biz that my sister was. Eight and I was 12 when our younger brother was born. And when my mom was like nine months pregnant, we were like sitting around the dinner table having dinner. And just out of nowhere, my sister says, well, like, so how, how does the belly button get big enough for the baby to come out? And we all just looked at each other like... Really? Because she's eight. Like she, we all knew. Like we yeah, knew. Everybody we were open yeah, about it by and, this time. Yeah, and so like my mom said, you know, well, actually, you know, when the baby's ready to be born, he's gonna come out of my vagina. And my sister was so horrified by this idea that babies come out of a vagina of your vagina. Right. Like she just had. Because she's got one. She knew she yeah. got one, and yeah. she knew for the longest time, but she just somehow forgot. <laughs> <and> <laughs> the again. Yeah, and I think that like I've found that with my own kids too, where I'll be like really worked up about like, well, how should I say this? Because this is yeah. like this is a big one and I don't want to mess it up. And then like, I realize actually I just have to repeat it constantly all the time. And so like, therefore, if I get it wrong, it's right. Like it's fine one time because I can come back and say like, well actually, no, not all women have eggs. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah, because there are some like general sweeping like truths that we share to begin with and then it gets complicated. Then you have to be like, well actually, this is not, it's not always Tuesday maybe. Maybe it's not. There's also insulting questions which I find very difficult to deal with. There's the insulting ones where it's like, why are you so old? Uh, yeah. Mama, why? Yeah. <laughs> why are? Like, what's wrong with your hair? Yeah, what's wrong with your hair? Do you have a baby in your belly? Yeah, do you have no. a baby? Yeah. No. I had a big dinner. <laughs> it's called bloating. Once a month, it is very uncomfortable. Uh, you'll get that from your mother's side of the family. Yeah, no, there's like insulting questions which aren't very fun, and those are the ones that I think are very hard to answer because you're mad. It's like, what? Who told you that? Who told you to ask me that? What are you doing? Do I look big like this? What's happening? <laughs> There's also <laughs> unclear questions <laughs> that are like, what? What did you just ask? Those happen in the car, yeah. right? Like, what, What's that? What? That? <laughs> what? You're, like, I'm driving. I, can't, I have to look at the road. I have to be safe. That? I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah. driving. I can't, I can't answer <laughs> what that. What is can't, it? Yeah. What is it? I'm not going to be able to answer that. What do you think it is? (laughs) What do you think? I'm asking you. (laughs) There's also, I think a lot of these, like, uh, there's the guilt questions, which is like, why, why, why do you have to go away again and travel? Why are you working? Why does, you know, why, (laughs) why do you have so much wine at the end of the day, mama? Uh, Why? Why did you say that frozen yogurt was dinner? Yeah, why? Why are we having hot dogs again? (laughs) Breakfast for dinner again! Yeah, so 
so those are hard. Those are also hard. I don't have any answers for those either. Because your mother's very tired. That is why. But all of these, I think, lead into any, like at any point in time, any of these questions could like break off into what I consider unanswerable questions. Like, uh, who, who is God? Uh, why does God exist? Why is there no end to the universe? I'm not sure which of those two questions is actually harder to answer uh, at times. You know, why do people die? Why do bad things happen? I mean, like all the stuff that you're like, I, I don't. Yeah. No, like I, I, mean, I, I feel like Len, when she gets older, will have more yeah. of that. I was four months pregnant when my father passed away, so I feel like there's been a lot from the beginning of like you know she's got pictures of Grandpa Jack Jack, yeah, and I actually find myself you know I, I, I just we just said like he passed away and he's yeah. up in heaven and she just buys it and is right. like yeah that's where that's where they are and she doesn't really question it too much but I actually have a lot more questions for her where I'm like do you see him? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Do you, do you, like, because she was, uh, especially when she was, like, yeah, two they always looked or over something. Your shoulder. Where, or, uh, yeah, where I'm yeah. just, like, because, uh, you know, they, they, they say pass, when, when yeah. the passing of yeah. the spirits. When, yeah. Yeah. And then she's, like, do you ever feel him? Do you know? Because she, <laughs> she, like, recognized his yeah. picture, his face really fast. And I was immediately, like, you're seeing dead people. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Tell yeah. me now. Are you inside her? Can you hear me? I'm sorry for stealing $5 from your drawer when I was 12. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, that's interesting. Her answers, by the way, are not satisfying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, no. I guess. Wait, wait till she's a little older. I didn't really. Wait, when she starts speaking in tongues, then you know. It's fine. Um, okay, well then, so how do we handle questions? I think this is where we're getting to because I feel like it is very easy for me, again, pre-kid, post-kid. Post-kids, it's very easy for me to say, oh my God, I don't want them to ever fucking ask me another question. Like, ever. Like, ever. Stop asking questions. <laughs> and I think this is an example of one of those things that we, like, we say we want, but is not at all what we want. Yeah. And it's a horrible thing to accept. <laughs> like, I hate that can truth. I, can I add something yeah. to this in, like, the nicest way, though? Oh. Like, no, no, this is, this is good. I feel like this is good. It, it surprises me every time you say that you yeah. don't want them to ask you questions right. because you like to, like... Answer things. Yeah, you want... But you like to know that, like, your version of reality is their version of reality. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I said I mean it in the nicest very way. Like, no, like, I mean yeah. it in, like, you're very caring about it, but, like, you don't, you don't just want them to figure stuff out. Like, you no. want them to benefit from your knowledge. Right. Like, yeah, Katie Bell asked me a lot of stuff about Taylor Swift songs, and I'm like, well, listen, you just don't, don't stick around for somebody who is, you know, not treating you well. So you don't even have to write songs about it. Let me tell you about dating. Eight-year-old girl in the back of my car you're right I might have strong opinions that I want to make sure because because you know what's going to happen is my telling her all this will totally help my children avoid any sorts of issues or problems in the future right uh, but I think you bring up a really great point which is if we just change our thinking on the questions because there's a lot of power in having the answers and I think I approach it from a powerless position in which I'm afraid to say the wrong thing or uh, put some imprint on her that's going to ruin her forever right but really there is a lot of power to be like all right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to get your worldview across, you know, yeah. like, I don't want to get too political, but like... Oh, we get political okay, in our right. house. Don't worry. But it was like, you know, with the election or whatever, yeah. like, we were very open in our house and, and stuff, and, and I was like, he's a bad man. <laughs> and, um, and now, when she... Thank you. And then I went through the 
whole thing about how he's actually damaged and we're all like damn flowers and, and like what we need to do is we need to like show love and if we if we like lead with love we'll make the world a better place and she I am she answering all said, those questions wrong by yeah. the way but I'm very uh, a very proud moment is that she was like she was doing something like at a puzzle or something next to me and I and I pulled up my computer and you know Trump popped up or whatever and uh, on some posts and stuff. <laughs> and out of the corner of her eyes, she was like doing a puzzle and she just goes, bad guy. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> that's amazing. That's so yeah, funny because she's like, I love the like, he's damaged. Well, I'm like this. I'm like, bad man. But other people, we need to be respectful. <laughs> Everyone but him. Everybody else, we have to be patient. We have conversation. Asking questions is good. That's yeah, how yeah, we yeah. know. But you are right. Like there is... There, there is possibly in the answering where I may not be doing the best. Like I don't want to take away her or or Ellis's. I mean Ellis's questions or his. I don't want to take away their ability to critically think and make their own decisions. And I will be honest, that's actually a lot easier for us to discuss with some of the harder questions like religion, because Stefan is not religious. I'm sort of like, I believe in ghosts, so I guess I'm a little religious. And, um, and, then, and then the kids, you know, we're not necessarily raising them one way or the other, but it's like, but when we talk about like those questions, I'm always like, this is something you get. This is this is something you get to explore, and and I will help you explore this in any way that you want to. And so I try not to be like, you know, flat out. Well, it's not our house. You know what I mean? Like I want them to have their own journeys with that. But everything else, I don't think I'm being as good about that. I don't, I don't think I'm being. And I, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if that's good. Probably not. Yeah, it makes me think of, we had Michael Ian Black on the show yeah. a couple weeks ago, and I mean, his kids are a little bit older, but he was talking about almost like the full opposite, like yeah. of just like arguing with his kids because he was like, I don't want them to just be fed answers that right. they don't have to think about, which um, I, obviously my kids are not ready for. They're way too little for that. That would be so confusing and weird um, right now. But it was, it did like plant a seed for me that helped me think about like, oh, well, you know, it's it's good for, you know, us to have the, the things that are gray areas. It's maybe good for us to present them as gray areas and say, well, right. my opinion is this. But Lots other people, people feel a different... Other know. people feel differently. Yeah, but they're wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we say that at the dinner table, not out in the world. Um, yeah, I think... Okay, so... That maybe... maybe I guess it just comes back to us and like how we handle the questions. Because I do think, you know, there is the what do you think response especially at this age and I feel like I've done that as Katie Ball's gotten older I've done the like what do you think it still sort of works for the most part and if I wanted to spin it in a way to make myself feel better about everything that I just talked about that I was probably doing to like maybe make my kids go a certain way I don't want them to go is that that's teaching critical thinking when you're like well what do you think it is yeah what do you what are what what do you think Right, and then try not to be like, no, you're wrong. It is Tuesday. I don't know. I mean, how do you guys handle the fatigue? I mean, do you do you feel fatigued? Is it just me? It could just be me. Ninety percent of the time, it's just me. Good. No, I know it's from the audience. How do you handle all the questions? Like, I mean, is there a trick that I'm missing? Is it you guys have it much harder than me because I have one. And I think when you're dealing with multiples, because <laughs> um, you're getting two different kinds of questions. Yeah. You're getting the three-year-old questioning and the eight-year-old questioning, which is like, that is much more, much more fatigue. 
I think maybe one day I'll just be like, just shut up and watch TV <laughs> no, because uh, I said so. Yeah, right. No. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah. I think. I think there. Uh, we're also like. Even though I, I, I only have one, I think because the world is complicated right now and we, we have fatigue in other ways, that the questions are bringing to the forefront the things that are complicated mm. in the world that are very complicated as adults. They're complicated. And so it's just like a constant reminder. And I, I, I guess, like, I guess if you, if, uh, for myself, I feel like if I just keep thinking that I'm hopefully creating a human being or that will contribute to the world positively. <laughs> like if I think of like the end goal of like then it helps me through the fatigue, I guess. Right. Like yeah. It, it is like a, it is a marathon and it is you know that that is I mean I guess that's what other than the actual taking care of the physical taking care of your child that, that is the that's pa- the parenting really. right the ultimate like, yeah. the ultimate parenting is is the teaching and the questions are the things that yeah you, know, you and Teresa are team mantra of this is good in the long run <laughs> uh, which is a good thing and is always insightful to me who would rather just problem solve or run out the door and get milk yeah, I guess Teresa, do you... Yeah, no, I mean, I think... Yeah, I love that you're here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think you're right on with all of that stuff. I think it what, what it made me think of when you were talking was just how... Because we've said many times on the show that we don't think necessarily anybody has it like harder or easier yeah. than anyone else. That you're, like everybody's living in their own personal hell. Uh-huh. Yeah, your your four year old could be like the worst. So yeah, actually. like it's, so. yeah, there's no like yeah. But um, but I was thinking like with multiples, one thing that I do struggle with is that I think sometimes because Grace is the oldest, I'm sometimes a little bit more um, like welcoming of her questions, and mm-hmm. I'm like excited because it's like she got to a new thing that she wants to learn about, and I'm excited to like teach her about it, and then like. <laughs> Sorry, Oscar, but like <laughs> sometimes it's just like stuff that I've just been over a million times, yeah. or it's just it's not as exciting because I like already was there. And um, a lot of times, in a good way, I can say like, "Oh, I bet Gracie knows the answer to that." Say. Do you want to go ask Gracie? And she loves telling him the way stuff is, so that actually works out really awesome. This is but, why this is why <laughs> Oscar is going to be at a dinner table at eight years old and be like. It cut, doesn't come out of your belly butt. I know, yeah. totally. And, I'm, and I'll be like, I'm pretty sure I had Grace explain it to you once. <laughs> she was very clear. Yeah, very, pretty sure she's clear. pretty articulate. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, that's it's a good reminder for me to think about like kind of like taking a step back because even though you know Grace was four or three and a half once. You know, Oscar's different. His questions are going to be like slightly different. So I'm the fifth of seven children, and whoa, that is—we got to have you back on for a totally different conversation. And and, well, and I would say I think just from my mom, who you know, my my dad worked so much, so she was the like stay-at-home mom, and, and and for sure by the time it got to like. My brother, Matt, myself, and the two younger ones, it was like we just learned everything from <laughs> our older siblings. <laughs> we, we asked our, you know, my older brothers and sisters the questions, and including like how to ride a bike, how to learn yeah. to swim. You know, like by child five, she was like, I'm kind of done. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, not that she, you know, obviously she was, you know, she was a great mother, uh, <laughs> but the fatigue, I think, sh- for her, for you know, done. and as a grandmother, she could care less to ever change a diaper again, you know, <laughs> like so many. Yeah, yeah, and she's really good with, like, her grandchildren that are in their teens, because that is 
where she yeah. feels like she has the most impact. And um, Well, I'm so glad that you guys are both here with this really <laughs> insightful, well-thought parenting. I plan on just telling my kids because I fucking said so. <laughs> One Bad Mother is supported in part by BarkBox, a monthly package of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme for dogs. So you guys, every month BarkBox picks the best all natural treats made in the USA or Canada and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. You guys... It's actually so awesome yeah. for people who have dogs, especially busy parents, because I know for me, like, my dogs totally get the short end of the stick. We just buy, like, the same treats over and over again or the same whatever. And this is such a great way to learn about new things that your dog might really, really like. And it's like it's like a little gift box or a care package for your poor, ignored pet. <laughs> One Bet Mother listeners can get a free extra month of BarkBox when you sign up for a 6- or 12-month plan. Just visit Bark BarkBox.com slash OneBadMother when you subscribe. That's Bark like woof, woof, woof. Bark, bark, bark. BarkBox.com slash OneBadMother. Well, it is time for our Genius and Fail segment, guys. And we are very excited because we are going to have live Genius and Fails. And our lovely producer, Kara, is going to be going around and helping. By We're going to call out you when it comes to that time and she's going to bring you a microphone you're going to share it and there's going to be trophies guys it's going to be great so Teresa genius wow oh my god oh my god I saw what you did oh my god I'm paying attention wow you mom are a genius oh my god that's fucking genius (laughs) so this is one of my classic, like, do nothing and it works out. <laughs> um, so there's this song called Hot Tubbin' on the Late Night that <laughs> Jesse and I used to be obsessed with by this guy Ash Khan that Jesse went to college with. And it's totally just this song about, like, hot tubbing. And it's, it's just such a, like, fun, catchy, great song. But it's totally, like, basically about sex. And... For whatever reason, I guess we were at Max Fun Con, and so we like went in the hot tub with the kids, and we were playing the hot tub and song, and we were singing it. <laughs> and it was one of those things where, like, you know, you forget the like totally inappropriate thing that's in the song because you haven't listened to it in a really long time. <laughs> and so there's a lot of inappropriate things in this song, but my kids are like addicted to it now. And so it's one of the few songs that they request when like we're driving in the car or when we're just at home. They really love listening to it, and I kind of. I said yes to it, and like I just didn't want to like turn back around after like ten times hearing the song and being like, actually, guys, we really shouldn't listen to that. It's not appropriate. And so what I was I've been thinking is like, before like Oscar memorizes the words, and like before he like <laughs> memorizes these words, I have to come up with like something that sounds like what Ashcon is saying, but is actually appropriate for kids. But I'm too tired and foggy to like actually really do that. So I just every time the song comes on, I start panicking and thinking like, 
what am I gonna, what's, what's gonna happen? But um, what happens is, like, <laughs> Oscar's doing it for me because he doesn't know about bad words or bad things, so he just replaces the words with something he understands. So there's this part where he says at the beginning, snuck in Jimmy Beam to like a baseball game, or to like a basketball game. And I was singing it with Oscar, and I kind of slowed down right at the part where Ashcon's about to say, snuck in Jimmy Beam, like that, and I'm like, oh Jesus, I don't know, snuck in, what the fuck rhymes with Jimmy Beam? Like, I don't know, like, I don't want to <laughs> explain what that is, and, and Oscar just goes, snuck in candy, like that, and he just <laughs> does it, and I was like, yes, that doesn't, yes, and so <laughs> now we, we play it all the time, and uh, we say snuck in candy instead of Jimmy Beam, and there's a few other ones that are like that. Put it in the bucket, instead of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. Thank you. Uh, mine's a very low bar, Good. as usual. So, Ellis and I had to go to Target yesterday, and we had to get sugar, shaving cream, and two black pillowcases, because, you know, it's Friday, and this is your weird list of, like, something for Katie Bill School, something we need in the house, something fun for Ellis and I to play with. You can just decide which one was which. Uh, anyway, so we're getting into the car, and Ellis is like, can I hold the shaving cream? And I said no. And anybody who listens to the show knows that that is a big deal, because usually I will give him things to hold that turn into a fucking disaster. So I felt really, really like I was getting good at this. Yeah. Good so, job. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Kay. Yes. Okay, so my uh, daughter is a night owl, and um, uh, she just she, like, goes to bed at like 9.30, so, especially like if I'm putting her to bed, because I... She could take medicine every eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> And so I really, I really indulge her like staying up late, uh, which is which is not good. That is not genius. But what's <laughs> genius is so she, for school the next morning she has a hard time waking up. Like she right. like sleeps really hard, and it's really hard for me to get her up. But then I created, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she's it's, I'm having such a hard time, and she's only three. Like what's it gonna be like when she's 13? Right. But I created a 12 point getting ready for the day plan that she <laughs> just loves, which is one potty. Two, put on your day clothes. Three, <laughs> breakfast. Uh, and we, we do it like we, we, we say it like that, yeah. like with an attitude, like breakfast time. Three. Um, four, little bit of TV, don't judge. Five, <laughs> five mommy makes breakfast, or mommy makes uh, her lunch. Six, shoes. Seven, SPF. Eight, hat. Nine, um, more TV. Put, <laughs> put the backpack on. Ten, Hug people who are not taking you to school. Goodbye. Hey. Uh, Eleven. Get in the car. Twelve. Hug who took you to school. Goodbye. And then that's like hey. a That's so good. Keep yeah. you motivated. That is that is super super genius. I love it. All right. Now we are going to go out to our audience, and the first person actually. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna call this a genius, even though it is a compliment. Your partner, uh, this partner deserves a trophy, so hopefully you will give it to them. But is it is it Jean Jean S? Jeannie. All right, so um, we're gonna bring a mic up. Can we have some house lights? A little bit of yeah. Can we have some house lights a little so we can see Jeannie up a little more? Oh, thank you. That's okay. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, this is a comp- uh, compliment. Your partner. So the other night I was reading my daughter, her stories, and we both fell asleep in the bed. Like we both just passed out. So I woke up around two, and I woke up in kind of like a panic. Like it was totally dark, and I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, 
oh, fuck, I didn't get everything ready for school tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my God. So I have like, okay, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to get everything ready. And then go back upstairs and go back to sleep. And I go downstairs and her lunch is completely packed. It's in the fridge. Her snack is in the fridge. Her backpack's hung up. Everything is ready. Then I was like, wait a second. She wasn't even in bed with me. And I realized my husband did everything. He picked her up, took her to bed. That's so good. I don't think he made her go potty, but that's okay. <laughs> and he did everything for me, and I slept. And I woke up in a panic at two, and I was just able to go right back to bed. Oh. And you know what? So he did good. a really good job. He did. He did such a good job. I just thought that was great. All right. Because that's important. The panic, yeah. the 2 a.m. Yeah, panic yeah. is like not a good thing. Yeah. So that was very good. All the points. Jessica Fry, where are you? You have a genius. This is so exciting. <laughs> So my, my son is four years old, and I sometimes struggle reading him stories at night. And one day he pulled out this like picture dictionary that is like his older sibling's picture dictionary. And I was like, oh, that's not a good book to read. <laughs> and he was like, no, Mama, no, I want to read this. So then we started opening it up, and he was, I was like, okay, well, do you see anything that starts with S? And he's like, I see a scarecrow. And so then we started talking about the scarecrow. Well, what does the scarecrow do? Well, it, it's made of straw, and it has a jacket, and it scares away the birds from the corn. And I was like, oh, my God, you know about scarecrows and corn. <laughs> um, and so it's been this really sweet way where now we actually do it almost every night, and we pick out a couple of things every day, and we go through different things. Sometimes I'll do it like... Oh, what does your name start with? And he says, S. And I say, okay, Santi, let's go look at S. Or sometimes, you know, whatever. We do different <laughs> things every day, and it's, it's a really nice way for me to bond with him about, like, what he is learning and what he thinks about things. And I'm, like, amazed to know, like, what he knows that Same. I haven't taught him. And it's super cool. So picture dictionaries yeah! for the win. It's so good. Because, you know, there is something that... There's totally something about, like, when your kid comes with a book that's not a book. Oh, God, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, it's not a book. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a book. Oh, God. Like, we cannot read the whole yeah. fucking dictionary or whatever. And page one and this. No, this is page two, 500 pages later. You're like, this is definitely the end of the book. I just love that. I just think that's such a uh, way to, like, break it up and split it. It is totally genius. Very, good job. very good job. Yay! <laughs> And then I feel like this is kind of one for all of us. Is Abby L here? Where's Abby? Abby. Oh, Abby in the same row. Abby in the same row. I only uh, hang out with geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> well, my genius is, is that my husband and I drove up from San Diego today, and I left him with the baby, and I got to come here and have a beer. Yes. <laughs> we all got to come here and have a beer today. The fail is, is that the baby fell asleep, and I decided not to wake up the baby and not to pump again, so I'm engorged. Yay! Yay! I just love that. I think it's really good. I just think, like, you know, it's nice to have a little time in the afternoon. So, so states are late start with this giant line at the bar. Mm-hmm. Total geniuses. Yep. <sighs> Failures. Fail, 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 fail! You suck. Teresa, fail um, me. Okay. Um, 
So uh, some of you might know of another podcast on our network called Pop Rocket. Um, and one of the panelists, Margaret Wappler, just had her baby like two weeks ago. And Margaret is awesome. And I think that she's wonderful. I don't know her very well, but I think she's great on the show. And um, somebody had sent, I guess, something to the office for her. I don't know if it was a gift or, or what it was, but something came to the office and Jessie was instructed to bring it home and she would come pick it up because she lives in our neighborhood. And he walks in the door and he tells me this. And I'm like, she has a new baby. She doesn't need to come pick it up. I'll drop it off at her house. You know, I'll just like message her and bring it to her. And he's like, okay, you know, whatever. And I'm sitting there like thinking, like, I'm so great, like thinking of <laughs> thinking of new moms and like the they they don't have to like, you know, put themselves out with something like this. This is like something I can do to like, you know, do something nice for her. And like, as I'm thinking this, I'm just opening her package. Like opening it, like full on with scissors, just opening just it on. Yeah, just <laughs> full on open. Like my, uh, my stuff was at the table too. And like that part of my brain that had gone to get the scissors <laughs> was getting the scissors for my stuff. <laughs> But I was open, so I had to then, and she was lovely about it, but I had to then message her and be like, I'm going to bring this to you. Also, I opened it. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. You are the worst person I on know, the planet. It was you are so doing weird. a horrible job. I know. I know. Oh. All right. So saying goodnight to Ellis has become this thing that Stefan really wanted to point out. You should share this as a fail. Isn't it odd that this is the like least relaxing way that you say goodnight every night? So... Ellis put him to bed, we've done the whole routine, and then I say, good night, and he says, good night, I say, good night, and I start walking out the door, good night, 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 that's it, good night, good night, but that's it, good night, that's it, good night, good night, and then he's like this, he's like, now it's gonna sing, he's like this, that's it, good night, and I'm like, no, for real, that's it, good night, Good night! Like, that's it! And then, but this is like, this is what puts him to bed at night. Like, he's like way into this. Like, we've been doing this, guys, for fucking months, guys. For months. Whoa. That's it! No more! Good night! Good night. Like that, like. Funny. It's not good. I don't think I'm. I don't think that's a very good thing that I'm doing. But he loves it. I think. We'll see. I don't know. I'm already behind the door. Okay, please, please fail us. Oh my goodness, mine's a, a good night story as well. <laughs> uh, I I'll stay up with my daughter, putting her to bed, like. From Monday through Saturday, I'll do it till whatever time, and I'll be. And before she goes to bed, I always say, "May you be full of love, may you be happy, may you be peaceful, may you be well." And then Sunday comes around, <laughs> and my husband and I are very big Game of Thrones fans, and um, <laughs> we call our house Winterfell, and so does our daughter. No, a, a King's Landing, and then our our, our garage is Winterfell, and. Um, <laughs> And so I get l less patient with her, you know, yeah. where I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, mommy, mommy can't read books <laughs> with you. And she'll be like, why? Why can't you read? Getting back to questions. Why can't you read books? Uh, I got to go downstairs and, and work with daddy. And so I'll, I'll, I go downstairs. I don't say, may you be happy, may you be peaceful. I go downstairs. And then, then you hear like, ma, mama, mama. And then I come up. I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, can you just read to me like one more book? And I was like, I can't. <laughs> like, 
it, it, it comes out where I just get honest with her. I'm like, I can't do it. Game of Thrones is on. And I really want to watch it before everybody else does because then I can't get on Twitter until I watch it. And, 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 she, and I'm like, it's something that you, me and your father really love to do. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be well. Good night. Oh my gosh. I, I remember my mother literally when I was like, you know, six or seven, she was like really into the show LA Law. And she would be like at eight o'clock, she was like, go outside and don't come in till nine. And like, I just, okay, I'm outside. It's all right. That's the best. Um, all right, let's bring out you guys and your amazing fails. So, first up, it, by the way, what I really enjoy about this trophy, it says you fucking suck. Okay, so put it, put it someplace that is safe. So, N- Nisha. Where is uh, Nisha? Oh, she's right here. Okay, hi. Go ahead. Is it is it the shit one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, for sure. Oh, good. <laughs> I thought that one would get it. Um, so this was back when my baby was about, I think, a month, maybe two months old. She was a little still. Still figuring out the whole when she shits and when she eats and what happens when. And so, middle of the night, I'm, you know, half asleep, changing her diaper in between boob feedings. And so I take the diaper off and I go to wipe. And of course, I have her butt in the air to wipe all the way around. And she just. And it hits somehow it's facing this way she hits the entire wall and it goes into the closet and all over the dresser because we don't have doors on the closet yet of course not and so there's shit everywhere and i was like oh my god and that is what wakes my husband up and he's like what i was like there is shit everywhere <laughs> And so we ended up having to open, turn on the, turn on the lights, wipe everything down, oh, yeah. and a month later, I still found a little speck of poop. In you, the you are doing yeah. a horrible, horrible job. I am so sorry. Good I am so sorry. And what's amazing is that there were like, just so everybody feels good, there were a lot of poop fails that were returned to us today. So, in the category of, all, of fails that happen all the time. A very high percentage, very high percentage. Yeah, high percentage of poop fails. Well, you are doing a good job. All right, so next is Becca. This is your, your fail regarding something your four-year-old proclaimed. Where's Becca? Oh, front row. Hi, Becca. Thank you. So this is the same four-year, almost four-year-old who repeated you saying, oh my God, that's fucking genius in the car. That's great. So he likes to repeat things. He just started bouncing around and starts going, sexy, 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 sexy. And I said, what did you say? And then he noticed that I was paying attention to him and he said, I love sexies. (laughs) So I really didn't want him repeating this to anywhere else. And so I asked him where he heard this and he said, you said it, and I thought, oh, maybe I was saying it about my husband. But he said, oh, you were looking at a picture of Grandpa, who is my stepdad, which is definitely not true. <laughs> I love it! And, and also, awful. You're doing horrible. I mean, you know, they should be calling someone soon to, to come in. All the facts are going to preschool and kindergarten and forever. Or, or for a really weird, like, uh, holiday with that other yeah. person. But looking forward to that. That will be very good. And we are going to end with Tamara. Where is Tamara? Where are you, Tamara? There you are. 
I knew I was going to have to yeah, say this in public. Yeah, you knew you were gonna, <laughs> You are definitely going to have to say this in public. I had taken a Benadryl. I had an <laughs> allergy attack, so my brain was super fuzzy. And my husband was giving me attitude about paying for preschool for as many days a week as we pay for it. And I was like so frustrated, but I didn't want to voice it in front of my kids because I'm a good mom. <laughs> a terrible human, you'll see, but a good mom. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm just going to text him why I'm frustrated with him instead of saying it in front of my kids. And I was thinking my preschool teacher's name, and I texted it to her, not one, but a series of like five texts about why he's being a shitty parent for only sending our daughter, whatever, as not as many days as I wanted her to go. And included, I feel like the biggest part of the fails, I included like our exact amount of discretionary spending per week <laughs> to the dollar <laughs> to my daughter's preschool teacher. But luckily, it led to a great resolve of the situation because she replied and she was like, you're right, your daughter needs to be in school five days a week. <laughs> I was like, so I forever won the argument. <laughs> you know, you think the worst thing that's going to happen is when you, like, sext somebody who is not the person that you are intending. But turns out talking about preschool finances <laughs> accidentally with your preschool is pretty awkward as well. Yeah. So I am, you are doing a horrible, horrible, horrible job, but I'm glad that it worked out for you. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron. You guys know Blue Apron. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. I used to love cooking. Then I had children, and that was slowly robbed from me. Plus, I don't have time to make anything. And that is why Blue Apron is so awesome, because they know how busy I am, and they are now offering very, like, streamlined 30-minute meals. These are meals that are made with the same flavor and farm-fresh ingredients you know and love and are ready in 30 minutes or less. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash badmother. That's blueapron.com slash badmother. Hi there, I'm comedian and movie buff Ricky Carmona, and I'm excited to tell you about a new show I'm doing called Who Shot Ya? Join me, LA Weekly film critic April Wolf. I'm going to call Star Wars when it comes out the Clint Howard Project. <laughs> film reviews editor for The Wrap, Alonzo Duraldi. Everything Charlize Theron knows about killing somebody with a high-heeled shoe she learned from single white female. Trust me. And our dope-ass friends each week. The stunt guys were asking me, like, do you need a stunt double in here to, for, for you to skate? I'm like, no, no, I, I was on skates at three. So if you're tired of whack opinions and you're looking for a smart, funny film discussion show, check out Who Shot Your Son? That's what we do. And you can find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Allegra Ringo. And I'm Renee Colbert. And we host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Renee, can I tell you about a dog I met this week? Uh, I wish that you would. In turn, though, can I tell you about a dog hero? May I tell you about a dog breed in a segment I like to call Mutt Minute? (laughs) I would love that. Could we maybe talk about some dog tech? Could we have some cool guests on, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Nicole Byer, and Ann Wheaton? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. You're on board. What do you say we uh, we do all of this and put it into a podcast? Yeah, okay. You think? 
Perfect. Uh, should we call it like I don't know? Can I pet your dog? Sure. All right. Uh, what do you What do you say we put it on every Tuesday on Maximum Fun or on iTunes? Sounds good to me. <laughs> Meeting's over. All right, guys. We've had our lovely guests with us the whole time, so we're not obviously going into a guest section, but we, we are going to go into just the person who, who just makes our show every week, our very special guest, and that is a mom having a breakdown. And what we have found seems to work in these live shows is instead of making one of you stand up and have a breakdown publicly in front of us, which may not be the best thing, uh, is we are going to collectively together listen to a mom have a breakdown. For those of you who may not listen to the show often, we get a lot of calls uh, every month, and one of the things you can call and leave is uh, having a breakdown, something you're struggling with. And uh, we get a lot of, there's a lot. A lot of people need to vent, which is very good. Uh, So uh, let's let's settle in for, for this mom having a breakdown. Hey, ladies, this is a rant. I just can't make everybody happy. And I have started caring so much about what everybody else thinks about me and my baby that I have completely lost sight of who I am. I don't even don't even know anymore because I am too busy trying to not make anybody think that I'm not thankful because every time I try to say that to a family member, they pretty much tell me that I'm just a negative person and I'm not positive enough to be appreciating what's right in front of me. I have a beautiful baby who I do appreciate and I love very much, but it's not always 100% happy. I'm not always happy. And I feel super censored a lot, like I need to be for everybody else. I have to be happy for everybody else, not for me for everybody else, and it's just exhausting. I'm just tired of having to be this person, and I spend so much time trying to make everybody else in my life happy and comfortable that I just, I've completely lost my sense of what I want, of decisions that I want to make for me and for my family because I feel like all my decisions are made for me by the people around me. And it's really frustrating and I just wish that I had the conviction to even know what I want anymore um, okay. I love the show you guys are amazing and you definitely make this whole parenting thing a lot more bearable and you're doing a great job okay thanks bye I know it's a lot it's a lot, and I, I feel I, I why I, I first of all, you're doing such a great job. This this mom is is doing a great job, and I I actually picked this because this is one of like three that in like random listening to calls uh, the other day, uh, there were three of these like in a row, and I was just randomly picking from the calls the situation of having a hard time. And when you reach out to somebody in your family or your circle to say you're having a hard time, the response is you're being negative or the response is 
you're ignoring this blessing that you have or, you know, the, it, I mean, it goes back to that thing when kids aren't eating. There are people starving in China. You need to eat. You know what I mean? Like, just, just so unrelated to the experience that's actually happening. And I think this is, like, one of the most, uh, like, threatening, like, uh, sort of things happening out there for parents. And moms, dads, it's both. It, I mean, anybody who's got a kid in your house understand it's like why most conversations start with i love my kids but right like you like you feel you have to like preface like if you uh, that obviously i love my children obviously i'm happy that they ask a million fucking questions right but i also hate a million fucking questions and and i think one of the things she touches on here that i think is so relevant is that like having to almost perform for other people I, th I feel like there's this like cultural thing that we, and maybe this happens in other uh, places in the world too, but I feel like very much here, there is this, well, smile, uh, buck up, don't complain. You asked for it, you asked for this. You, you, uh, you have children in your house. You clearly made a decision, <laughs> though that is not always accurate. <laughs> there are children in your house somehow. And you've got to just be so fucking happy about it all the time. And it's not, ha I mean, we just, look at all these fails that just happened. I mean, like, that's like, it, I don't, it's really difficult. And I feel like we just really need to be calling bullshit on it as much as possible. And I don't know how to do that other than just, if you're the person asking for help, and the per and you're met with well cheer up to just be really honest about that and be like well that I, I would love to cheer up and I would love to love every minute of it but I'm actually I'm actually asking for help right and give them another opportunity to help and then if you're the person who somebody comes up and says you know some mom is like having a breakdown in Target don't be like well you should never have taken your kid to fucking Target we have to go to fucking Target right like you need to like, like we talk about it all the time, be like, you're doing a good job, or, or I know this is hard. Sometimes it's just nice to hear, like, like I'll text Teresa, I texted Teresa from the parking lot, Trader Joe's today, being like, I'm totally having a breakdown at Trader Joe's, and she's like, yeah, that really sucks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it does. <laughs> and that makes me feel a lot better. I don't know, I mean, like, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that the being, yeah, the being upset and the, like, still, like, loving your family is, like, intertwined. Yeah. I don't think there's any, like, there's nothing worse than having people, like, jump to the conclusion that, like, oh, well, you, maybe you, like, don't love your baby or you <laughs> wish you didn't have a baby or something like that. Like, I feel like, you know, the, the caller, you're you're saying that you don't know what you want, but I think like it's kind of impossible for all of us to have the space to figure out what we want if we can't even just like say how we feel. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I think just there's so much power in like listening to each other and just saying like, yeah, like, yeah, that's, that wow. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, that's the worst. So, yeah, it's like yeah. unrelated almost to like, wow, well, maybe you weren't cut out to being a mom. Like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, there's no, it's not, yeah. it's like unrelated. Well, but that's Do you know what, what I mean? Talk, yeah, we yeah. talk about that all the time, that you can have both. You get to have both. You get to be really yeah. happy and find your children fucking amazing and like, 
you know, think they are the cutest things and they are perfect in every way and you are so happy you made this choice, you get to have that, and you also get to not enjoy it all the time. Not all the time, not all the time. I mean, you get to, you get to have both and it is unrealistic to think otherwise. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was really taken with her rant because I, I don't know for for other mothers, but like when I was listening to her, it took me right back to when I felt that way. Yeah, when like she she's really in it, like yeah. she's with yeah. a, a baby and the mother, you know, family dynamics, and I think that the dy- the role of the mom and how vocal mothers are now is changed yeah. uh, over the last couple generations and continuing to change for the better in that we're able to talk about it and I think that like family members or friends or you know like don't are still figuring it out themselves yeah. and and it's so one of the things that she says like I, I don't know what I want and I and I don't know how to identify myself yeah. anymore and it's because her identity has changed it's because changed. She's now she's now mom and we flip out if mom is not okay yeah. because she's like the you know the, she's the rock yeah. uh, she's the mom and especially when you're dealing with the baby where it's like the mom is the thing keeping the baby alive <laughs> you know, um, but I, so I, I it's such this like it's like almost like our society's growing pains really to like it's so great she was able to you could even feel it with her once she said it all yeah. and she's like I love your show you know like <laughs> It's like because I'm able to like say this out loud, yeah. And 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 you know what you resist persists, and so it's not, it's like getting it all out. I thought that was so great because I do remember feeling like, and I didn't have any kind of judgments or anything, yeah. but it was like, oh, that I'm identified as something different right. now, and like who am I? What am I doing? What you know? What's happening with me? Yeah. In and a time when so you're not supposed to be thinking about yourself. And right. I think that and throws it, people. And it yeah. takes a long time. You're right. That point she makes. It takes a long time before you even get back to the space where you can start assessing who you want to be now coming out of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, and we struggle with trying to be what we might have been versus what we're going to evolve to next. So, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think just even calling in and hearing you it's obvious that that this is a good step towards it's a good question to ask always Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like so I feel like you're doing a remarkable job and yeah yeah that's you're doing a remarkable job yes so what did we learn today we learned that you guys are great at teaching your children uh, to become critical thinkers (laughs) and I am tired (laughs) <laughs> and I, I will think I'm going to send my kids to Grace to oh, ask yeah. all the questions. That's such a good idea. That is such a she good idea. She wrote a book called Grace Knows Everything. <laughs> oh, and she, well, she did. And then she just she added, kept adding pages it. to it, all the stuff she knows about. Just send it yeah. to, to Katie Bell and to Ellis. That'd okay. be helpful. We also uh, learned today that Kay Cannon is a real voice of reason, <laughs> which is delightful. I just, thank, thank you so you. much for joining us. Everybody, you are doing a remarkable job. Whether you are crying in a parking lot, or you are out and somebody's watching your children, or really anywhere in between that, you're doing a fucking great job. Yeah, you guys are. You really are. Okay, you are doing an amazing job. You really are. And Teresa? 
You are doing such a good job. Thanks, Fizz. So are you. Yeah. Thank you. Fizz, you are doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And we will talk to you guys. We will actually talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.